To be fair, like, and you lot are still listening to this shit. Yeah, still somehow, still somehow tuned in. I'm impressed. Oh, well, clap for yourself. You know what? Let's have a little clap for our audience for making it through seven episodes. Well done, guys. I'm proud of you. We're happy you're still here. Well, for you snakes who have left, like, don't worry. You can you can go convince them to come back because today will be an amazing episode. Last week, as you must have listened, it was an amazing episode. I got a lot of messages laughing at my guy over here shitting his way through his first date. <laughs> I can't believe I shared Emptying that Emptying his bowels. Man. I can't believe I shared that. Wow. See, this is what... You lot are getting the exclusive stuff, you know, like... It's really, it's really kind of dangerous. Yeah, but we're still, we're still drip-feeding, to be fair. There's still a lot more, like... <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. How, how have you been, man? How have you been? Uh, me, yeah, and I've been good. Um, who else am I talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were doing up like, oh, like talk to the audience kind of thing. And then I was like, that's a bit weird, but I'll, I'll let it slide. But I generally thought you were trying to do like a little talk to the audience kind of but, thing. But when, we, oh, me? Like, like, there's anybody else in the room? Well, I was like, no, I thought you were trying to do like show business, is you know, that, like TV. That, when <laughs> is there a new person on this podcast that, I don't know about? Like, yeah, unfortunately, but yeah, no, I've been good. I was. Um, I was in Belgium last week for a festival. Oh, a festival man. called Pukul Pop. It was bad. Say that, say that again. Pukul Pop. <laughs> Pukul Pop. <laughs> Pukul Pop. I, think I, I just think of like very dry, a dry breast of chicken. What? That's why, when you say bare Belgium, that's the kind of image that comes into my mind. A dry, dry breast this of chicken? bland food, you know? Your move. Wait, what? I don't even know. With chat. some water. <laughs> To wash it down. I don't know what angle you're going through there, but... Um, I don't know, I just feel like it's a... a is that what you think of the Belgian people? Just a, I feel like it's a boring place. The thing is, you drink so, they're on a lit. Really? Yeah. They're getting well, on it. For a bear. Like, I swear. It's the thing is, honestly, I swear, like, across Europe, it's not even a surprise, but they're all the same as England, in terms of, like, just dress-wise, behaviour-wise. Um, but, like, there was only... There was like our group were English and there was like an Irish group we bumped into and then like oh. a few other English people, but everyone else. It was like, we we went there because we like going on to festivals abroad. Yeah. And like my mate found there and it was like, and five of us was like, yeah, come, let's do it. But then when we got there and we were speaking to people, they were like, you came you came all the way for this? <laughs> they were like, wait, wait where are you from? We were like, I'm from London. They're like, wait, what? You came all the way for this? Like... Yeah, we by the time by the twenty fifth time we're like yeah, big man, we came here for this <laughs> and what like because like the lineup was good like there was like Georgia Smith, Anderson oh, Pack, Stormzy, wait, wait, wait. Slow Tie, oh Georgia Smith and jo- Stormzy, yeah, man. that's probably where it went down for. Not- <laughs> <laughs> that's probably where oh, at, sh- at Pukulpop. At <laughs> Listen, you're exclusive here, right? <laughs> the beats went down at Pukulpop. Oh no, let me not even. No, because I've been tweeting against that conspiracy theory, but yeah, 
That might even be it. Listen, I don't even. I, I, cool, I, don't, I, don't, blame, I don't blame Stormzy. When you see that sweet one, that sweet ripe piece of plantain <laughs> sizzling. Georgia, I want to run to you. <laughs> Georgia. Oh. Nah, no, but like, Georgia. okay, okay. Here, here at the Yaman Egg Podcast, we don't condone cheating or any sort of moral failings within relationships. <laughs> <laughs> relationships. Oh, no, I can't keep it together. Oh. But, but, yeah, no, they were both there. I mean, who knows? But they were different days, though. Maybe man was just hanging around. Probably had a sleepover. A little barge and sleepover. Yeah. But Anderson Pack, Slow Tie. Khalees was there. Slow Tie was there? Yeah. Slow Tie was the best act for me. Really? He's nuts. Like, he's actually he's crazy. He's, saw, no, he's I, actually nuts. Like, we saw him at Boomtown and he was really good. Like, he, like, <laughs> man stripped off na- fully. Not fully naked, but like yeah, boxes on. Basically. Like, dashed his socks off. Was like, just going nuts. Was like, shagging the DJ deck. That's then, jokes. then, like, he got some guy on stage to sing like um, Skeptics Part and Gl- Glorious Bastards. Um, was the guy good? Guy was banging chairs. He killed it. Oh, and um, but then like then he threw the guy not literally threw like told him to jump into the middle. Made everyone make the biggest mosh pits of like of like the entire tent. Right? He's like, you better fucking stay there. You better fucking stay there. Uh, listen, th- I don't even think he was drunk or even on any drugs. That's just he's just cracked. No. But big up slow tie. You were the best actor. Pop pop pop. So um, yeah, and um, you got Khalees milkshake. Oh my milkshake. Yeah, no she was there. Way. Yeah, and um, he was the other one. Who was Taking banging. me back to when I was like two years old singing that song. Well, when she played her whole set was weird. Like she was playing like Afro beats. She played like Funky Friday. When she when Funky Friday started playing, we were like, "What? What's going on?" But the only thing there is that like, as much as Europe, the rest of Europe likes British acts, like they like it in terms of kind of like a, not to try to be a gatekeeper of it, but kind of like a commercially like, oh my god, Stormzy, we love Stormzy. Yeah. But they won't get gas for anything else that's a bit unfamiliar. So yeah, yeah. We it's had like to like away from like the main. Yeah. Singles. So they won't like. If Funky Friday dropped here at any place, anyone would be going nuts, but yeah. no one reacted to Funky Friday oh, at us. Sick. And um, It Ain't Safe played at the beginning of the slow time. No one reacted. What? Like, us lot were going nuts. It Ain't Safe. Yeah, and um, what else? Um, what was the other one which was a bit jarring? Like Stormzy, for Stormzy, it was like split into two bits where there was like the front, front bit and like, kind of like VIP at wireless, right? Yeah. But we weren't even VIP, but we were at like the back bit, at the front of the, like the back bit. But then everyone was just so dead there, so we went all the way around to go to the front. It was worth it because them, you know, that eighteen year olds are mosh pitting who have all the energy in the world. Yeah, they were just true, there right up front. So that's good, yeah, man. it was sick, man. It was, pop. Listen, <laughs> if you guys are looking for a festival in Belgium and you want to not go Tomorrowland and be cutting shapes till your legs fall off, wow. go, wow, go pop pop in it. I mean, sounds like fun. No, it's banging. So you, you've, tired. Had, you've had a busy week. No, no, yeah, that was last week. No, yeah, I came back on Monday. So, but this week has not been busy at all. I've just been sleeping, recovering, living the lifestyle. Living the lifestyle. <laughs> um, thanks for asking me how my week was, mate. It's been I don't good. Even, my thing is, I don't even care. <laughs> we, we know I don't care. Listen, who cares about how your week was? Are you are you alive? Did you die? Did I die? Did you die? <laughs> okay, someone, okay. someone might be oh, dead right, at the oh, end right, of this oh, episode. Right, right. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> how was your holiday? I mean, how was your week or whatever? See, my week was great, thank you, Ayo. 
Thanks for asking. I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, no, it's been it's been a it's been a weird week. We I I saw a sick exhibition um, last night where it was the Saatchi Gallery where they have this exhibition about um, clapping cheeks. Not that, okay. but um, right. it was <laughs> it um, was a man can hope. <laughs> it was an exhibition around UK rave culture, and so they actually. Um, on the launch of the ex- exhibition, they have like a collective. I think this Bristol collective host, host, hosting like a rave in one of the exhibition rooms, which is actually quite sick. And they had like these unreal like photos of people like Devlin, Kano, um, random people like who were just like raving in like the sickest gear, um, smoking, getting wired, but like also just marking the kind of, like, relevance of, like, rave culture in this country. Because I saw that in your story, and I was like, what's, what's going on here? Satch- yeah. I was like, Saatchi Gallery. Like- yeah, in the Saatchi Gallery of all places. So it was, it was nice to see how this kind of, what the world of art, music, and fashion all, like, came together. And the crowd was actually quite cool. It was, like, this kind of, like, a diverse crowd, but also you had, like, some older people, because it is the Saatchi. Yeah. But you also had like some wavy like kids. Well, you had that, some like six year olds. Yeah, like, just <laughs> randomly like taking it all in. And then you had like the doing, proper doing like. Little gunfinger. Yeah. <laughs> a tiny um, one. It was, like Audrey. It was and cool. Margaret. So I really recommend, I really recommend that you go and like see that uh, at the Saatchi. It's quite cool. How long is it on for? Um, it's on for. I will be lying to you if I know. But normally these things are on for a few months. I can't lie. Um, let me just check though. Um, I'm gonna keep talking so that I can get this up. No, listen. You just I'll, I'll fill in the gap. That's the true professional. So as well about Puckle Pop, right? That place, bro. Them youngsters are nuts. It's like, on to the 14th of September. I was I was doing my own little monologue too. Are you, are you fucking Sorry, playing? I had, to, I had to like quickly right, get that. Listen. No, you know you carry on. You've ruined it. You've ruined, you've ruined the fucking moment, man. <laughs> All right. So, subject matter of today. We're gonna start serious, and then we'll, uh, I guess I feel feel like we should like. It's it's not serious, but it's kind of a joke as well at the same time. I mean, it is pretty funny. It's like, funny. I did laugh when it's I. It's funny because it sounds like a scene from what was it the thick of it is that that politic that politics drama that used to have back in the day. You know, culture like that. It's cool. Hold but, on, um, <laughs> hold on. By the way, just before we get. Deep, deep, deep into this. Hmm. Rate Boris Johnson so far out of ten. What in his prime ministerial? Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna do a quick like rate him out of ten. But he be like, where's he? Yeah, he, he, can, he can he can hold a free. <laughs> he can hold a free, and I'll tell you why because but like when, when people no, here, here, like, listen because when people diss that Boris Johnson, political politician, people is like, oh yeah, he's just following the crowd. He's just following the crowd. This Brer man, he is such a donut. Like. Some like, just listen to the press speeches he's given, right? <laughs> he keeps on using all these abstract terms like creativity and like rejuvenance and like oh we just need to have this energetic new approach to Brexit. What the fuck are you talking about? You they've been doing this for three years. What's he supposed to do? <laughs> no, he's like, no. supposed to go, guys. We're fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, can't do anything from here. Bit of a bit of a bad job I've got on my hands. Uh, <laughs> Listen, we're, we're done out we're, here. We're, we're fucked, lads. Cheers. I'd respect that even more. Step but, up a lip. <laughs> no, but it's just that, like, he keeps on talking about this kind of like, oh yeah, like, I'll be able to, neg- like, whenever he's been asked, I think, like, in multiple interviews, 
how is he going to sort out the issue of the Northern Irish crack stock? You can't play his card yet. Yeah, no, 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 hear me out. I'm not telling him to give, but this is the problem, though. Jeremy an op. <laughs> Don't you think he's actually an op when what? it comes to negotiation, though? No, the thing is, <laughs> Joe, Joe Swinson's been an op recently. Joseph, but I think the ultimate op. I mean, uh, let me finish my point about Boris Johnson. So basically, right, he's got to the point now where, like, all these kind of different ideas about how to sort out the Northern Irish, like, like Northern Ireland back, backstop has been yeah. put forward Backs. but being rejected. But then, and also, we've not thought of anything, but he keeps on talking about. Oh, some, apparently something that couldn't have been created in, in three years will be thought of by him Appar- in the next we, month. Apparently we have the technology to have a frictionless border. Where? <laughs> apparently, Where? Apparently, apparently this exists. Where? But, this- then, but then the thing is, if this had exi- has, exists and has been existed, then it's not something that was in Boris Johnson's back pocket, was it? Like Theresa May would have been privy to it too. The unfortunate reality is that, like, all this apparent technology we are so-called apparently have that can just sort out the Northern Ireland. Apparently Norway have it. And they're actually advising the UK government around Brexit and the backstop. Yeah, but then, but the thing is, at the same time, let's just read that out loud. If you want to know how to run an efficient, high-tech, but you come to well, Norway... It doesn't, it, it doesn't even need to be read out loud, but I think, I think the technology... <laughs> no, it wasn't, no, but the thing is... I don't think it's physically, what's the word, not physically, like literally impossible to have frictionless trade. But I just feel like the implementation of it, there's going to be little caveats around it, which haven't been put to the forefront. And it's just something that may not work in the exact same way due to the kind of like political kind of relations and like just uh... between differences between islands. And Norway, and I'm, all I'm just trying to say is that, like, a lot, I feel like if we, were, if there was a clear cut way of sorting this out, which was as clear as day, as they might try to say this is, it would have been said from time because this is the final, well, one of many, but this is like the main stickler as to why we can't just reach an idea on a deal because of the the, the backstop. But yeah, no, he's apparently he's done. Norway have the smoothest frictionless border in the world. Okay, I'm. I'm not. No, I'm not. Like I'm not. I'm not arguing against that point. I'm just saying, if it was as simple as co-opting, kind of like, however Norway has done this to to Ireland and to our situation now, do you think Theresa May it wouldn't be part of her original deal? Do you think it wouldn't be because they've been stuck on this problem for three years? Boris Johnson was part. Of I, the, I Boris agree. Johnson was part of the negotiations. I agree. Do we forget that Boris Johnson was? Yeah. He, was, he was part of the negotiations. Boris was an op. <laughs> <laughs> Boris was previously the op. He was part now, of Jeremy Boris Johnson, Zim Barkley, um, Dominic Rubb, all these wastemen, bruv, all these dickheads were part of the negotiations. They, they all saw an opportunity, man. They weren't trying to get that through. D- they, just, they were just trying to secure the bag, yeah, weren't they? Yeah. they? They were trying to secure the bag. Well, so you think now that Johnson's got the bag? That he's gonna pull us up. I mean, opening the newspaper today and seeing like Macron and him, like kind of like looking like their vibes and having jokes. Don't about be their fooled misses, by. Like, don't mm. be fooled by. What is it? I know. By just. Look, I'm saying like. He's given it, us. He's given us an extra thirty days to get a little sign together to propose. Yeah, I'm not thinking. I just also, but also, I feel like don't be fooled by just simple. Um, it's PR. It's what PR. Do you, what do you call it? Cordial? Nice cordial. Whatever. Cordiality. Cordiality. But, yeah. But don't you, be fooled by it. In but the you sense can. That you can also argue that it's all. You already get the feeling 
that Boris has a slightly better <coughs> relationship with certain people. That Teresa was never yeah. getting. This. Yeah, but then, but you need this isn't this isn't like we're not we're not debating about going cinema or not or going bowling first over cinema. It's true. These are things which are it's about law. There's not about not about so these aren't things that are going. Oh, I kind of like you a bit more. No, I'm but gonna just it's re- a it's a negotiation. Yes, but the France and all these powerful countries can't negotiate by themselves. That's that's the whole point of the EU. No, but you need the big players. Of to course, get it over to, to, yeah. But, so, uh, but Germany and France. Are the big players in the game? The two main, the, the biggest that, players in the game, obviously. Over the, over the but Merkel and Macron, pop, have <laughs> have both. I think they've both stated explicitly time and time again that as much as they have sympathy and want to support the democratic mandate of the British people, inverted biggest inverted commas I could ever do there. They 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 have they've made their deal. They're not going to change their deal. Like I think. Well, today the news was saying Macron said himself that there there will be space for some amendments. So, what those amendments will be, we will see. So, you at the moment you're giving him a three. Okay, France gets Scotland, <laughs> Germany gets Northern Ireland. Then you man can have your Brexit. <laughs> so you're giving him three. I'll, I'll give him. I'll give him like a good. I'll give him a good six. I think mean, I mean he's perfectly average at the moment. I really hope that six comes back to laugh at you and I'll be there. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll up next time to your house with a paper with just a six in it. But you know who's an ot? You said Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn's an ot. The thing is, we're not even talking about what we're meant to be talking okay, about. I, I, I know we're not supposed to be talking, and I promise we'll get back to the subject matter, but come on, man. The guy, bro. thing is, okay, How let, can... let me explain why he's not an ot. Let me explain quickly. Right, so... He has hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. hold on. Let me explain why he is. Then you can come back at me. Yeah, don't raise your hand with that. Right? <laughs> 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 right, don't right, put your hand right, up right, to me like that. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> so I'm so, ready. I'm ready. Your, let me give you this analogy. Yeah. Your, you're at the, you're at the supermarket. Yeah. 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 What? Your. You're planning, you're planning on, um, yeah, you're planning on buying something and got your little kids with you, yeah, your little kids are running around and you've seen there's like this, you're trying to buy a new TV. Yeah. You're trying to buy a new TV. Yeah. And your kids have overheard you in the car talking to your missus, telling, telling your missus, listen. Is that their mum or? Yeah. The new team. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, the uh, missus, the uh, woman of the house at the moment. Yeah. So she's, you guys are talking, saying, "All right, I really want this TV. This is our price. Um, we're not actually gonna walk away, but I might walk away, and just, just, just bear with me. Yeah, just bear with me. I might threaten about walking away to get the price to where we need it to be. Yeah. Do you understand? And let me sort it out." So you're there, you've seen the beautiful plasma widescreen thing that you've been thinking about for the last three months. You're saving up for. You have talked about it with your people. Your people have then said, okay, that's the TV we want. Yeah. You've gone, you put a price down. Salesman says, no. You go, what do you mean no? I'm walking away. Your little blood clock kid <laughs> shouts, He's not actually planning on walking away. I promise. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. He just wants this price. 
I'm going to turn around and slap the black off my child. I'm telling you now, that is exactly what Jeremy Corbyn is doing. Uh, in this analogy, is no deal walking away. Yes. But, okay, this is why you're, you're clearly foolish and mad, and I'll talk to you right now. And I'm about to, I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to teach you, son. Because no deal... This, we need to get away from this idea that no deal harms us more than it harms the EU, right? The basic maths of it is that the EU works as a block of 27 countries, right? I'm not denying that Britain, if I'm, my numbers aren't wrong, that are currently the fifth biggest economy in the world. And yeah. that we do, of course, like contribute a lot of money in terms of import and assumes export yeah. into the EU. But we will lose as a result of a no deal, right? Twenty, like a di- free frictionless trade with twenty-seven countries, whereas the twenty-seven countries as a block only collectively lose one. Yeah. So this idea that Jeremy, so is he an op because he's trying to fight to put no deal off the table? For me, it's about regardless of what the result. I don't think anyone wants no deal. And I think we're underplaying how much they don't want no deal. So we, we are. So from from my so but on my point of view, if you're going into a negotiation with a lot of people, but no deal have, is a gun to us, not to them. No, it's a gun to everyone, bro. Yeah, but I'm saying like it's a it's a pellet to them. It's a it's bazooka. Not, it's to not us. a pellet. It's like, not, it's, thing is, I'm saying the German economy relies. Heavily more on twenty six countries than it does on one. It, no, I'm saying it relies heavily on because not a lot of people can afford German cars. You know, I'm very aware. I go to these countries. I don't see a lot of German whips. <laughs> Trust me, in Europe, bro. I in know. Europe, America as well. You don't see a lot of them about. Come to England, they're everywhere. I'm saying, yeah. If one of our biggest formats of <laughs> yeah, these men are whipping. <laughs> Um, it's, if one of our biggest points of leverage Something that you can hold over someone Is say I will walk away from the deal To get them to at least Really consider What kind of deal that we can really work out I think it's a great negotiation tool I don't think it's something That we should ever implement And this is me talking internally But yeah. I think it's something That you should always Always threaten the other side with just like they would threat, they're threatening us with no deal as well. Thing we is, should also, let's, let's, Okay, also, my problem is wording with that. Like, they're threatening us for nothing. We are the ones who decide to leave the European Union. We said we were going to leave. Okay, yep. fine. So, with leaving the European EU, certain rules come into place in certain ways. Why do you think they keep extending, bro? Why do you think they keep on extending? If it was just a pellet to them, they would say, cool, done. <laughs> That's it. They they're extending. They extend for they us. They extend for us. They don't give a fuck about us. No, no, no. When I say they extend for us, I'm not saying they extend for us because we're friends. That was your line of reasoning. I'm saying they extend because we haven't come to an agreement. Like we, we, they extend because we try may try to put a deal through Parliament I, and it got turned down listen, three times. I guarantee. I guarantee you, they are. They can't. They can't. They can't just. Okay, we. Okay, it was up to us to trigger Article 50, right? We know yes. that, right? So then, once we triggered Article 50, we apparently had two years. Well, I'm right to leave. Yes. So after that, right? There are there are there's a, you can't just be they can't just be like okay you triggered to leave we're gonna kick you out. There's a there's a there's a period of us like leaving the transition period. Right? No, why do you think by by law we keep going and asking for extension because and, uh, before we go to WTO? 
because they they no, also why do we why do we keep on yeah no because yeah. yeah I'm not okay I'm not saying it okay they there's can no, they can just say no, no more extension they, they could. we've got we've we've gone past article fifty now they they, they <laughs> can just go article one hundred thirty listen <laughs> I don't know what's going on you, you niggas can't be running you know? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go home <laughs> so you got to go <laughs> no okay I think okay of course that's why I said that's why I was it predicated what I said with saying that we're the fifth biggest economy in the world. Of course, we, you know, buy a lot of German cars and whatever. But I'm saying, if you are the leader of this country, Mm. the people who are going to be harmed by a no deal the most, and especially if you're the leader of a left, of a, of, of a Labour Party which is moving which is meant to be moving towards the left and moving away from the centre and, and your literally your literal slogan is for the many and not the few you can't be playing gambling games with like think about they said 100 so wait, hold on, hold on, why doesn't wait, wait, he wait, go wait wait, wait, wait let me let me finish let me finish you know wait. what I'm about to yeah, say yeah and I've got a point for that too <laughs> was it 120,000 people have died as a result of Tory austerity right those are the numbers that's not that's not propaganda that's Facts, right? Okay, that, okay. right. And I, I, I don't know these. I don't know these. Ger- like you can, you can Google it right now. Like you say, deaths, deaths as a result of Tory austerity. Okay. Jeremy Corbyn's built a platform on the many as full of many, not the few. No deal will grossly affect as do all kind of wild economic kind of like, like gambles will affect those on the bottom the most. So for him to be playing a game of like chicken with, like, the lives of the majority of the working-class people in the UK, that would finish him. There's no way he could do that. So he's he's keeping in line with his moral principles. And I think, like, what you're going to say inside, if that if he genuinely believed that, why doesn't he go and support a deal or something? Is that what you're going to no, say? No, I'm saying, why don't you... Why doesn't the Labour Party... See, what the Labour Party is doing is that down in London screaming no deal no like we're against no deal acting like they're somehow slightly got this slight kind of like little drop of remain in them and then as soon as you leave the m25 screaming where's this why haven't we left yet this and the other he's playing party politics like he is <coughs> the ultimate politician at the moment wait, so if, why, why if, we... he, if i had an answer wait where's he saying that Bro, outside he's he's going. It's called what was it? It's called um, something about um, so all about his his whole thing is around being purposely ambiguous about Labour Party's. Okay, people, um, I, I, I always hear this argument, which always confuses me. He is being ambiguous. He's, about, he's three times whipped up his party to vote to vote against No Deal and to vote against May's Deal. Jeremy yes. Coleman has led to vote yes. in that, and he is currently just now. Um, sent um, letters out to both the leaders of the was it the Liberal Democrats everyone to actively campaign not campaign to actively to form like a government against a no deal but Joe Swinson that's why she the new Liberal Democrat leader is getting a lot of um, because she doesn't think from, that he's the right guy to lead it yeah and she's ready and she's ready to play and, out the games and I, so that's what I'm saying I, yeah but she's she, also playing politics yeah but then she did also but, then, she, but she, he's not the guy he's not the guy Facts. Facts, he's not the guy. But then who, who are you going to replace him with right now? If you see Chuka and Muna, I'm going to dash I don't want, I, I, don't, I, don't, I also don't want Chuka Muna. It needs to be probably someone um, who... I, I don't know. I don't have the answer for that right now. And I think it's something that we'll... Bring come, back Tony Blair. We'll, we'll, come, we'll come back on to, like, on this properly. But I will say, Jeremy Corbyn's form of being purposely ambiguous about the party's stance... 
but he, like, it was in the manifesto and he okay you his, may you may say leave but you're doing everything that you can against no, no, allowing us to leave. get the post, best possible his manifesto way. was for pushing for a second vote no 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 it was it was talking about i will take no but is it his manifesto us. like pushing towards uh we're gonna to have to fact check that, but I'm pretty yeah, sure in his manifesto was it wasn't the, it wasn't the second referendum. Don't get me wrong, he's definitely no, it was it was it was if we cannot I will, I want a us deal. to leave if we if we, if we can't, can't secure if we can't res, re, if we can't get hold of a deal that is basically an impossible deal yeah he's saying, he'll push for a second referendum and he'll push for remain, remain there I think I think that um, and that's that's my thing I I honestly believe that if he was. If he was articulate enough to actually get this point across to his own party and to the people of who Brexit is going to harm the most and really campaign for Remain, I think he would be better served. I genuinely believe that. And I I just kind of... I'm kind of disillusioned by him, man. I think he... But he has come out and said openly that he's <coughs> campaigning for Remain. Like, he no, has said man, that. he's... I could definitely agree that he should... He's, 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 pro, he's pro leave in the North and slightly Remain down South. And it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird where the Labour Party... And I think the Labour Party in the next election is going to be destroyed. They're going to be but, destroyed by... the Conservative by, Party isn't. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Both parties are fucked. What, I, uh, I think Lib Dems are going to pick up a whole load of votes. I worry that the Brexit Party are going to... <coughs> and, well, if the Brexit, decide, Brexit Party decides to run, they're also going to I think do they are. amazing. Anyway, that was nice. Wow. This is what Brexit does, man. Yeah, it's actually put smart people against dumb people, man. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually I joke. It's uh, actually crazy. Yeah. Um, what we actually want to talk about yeah. was chicken boxes. Yeah, a chicken. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Fucking chicken. Chicken, 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 chicken. Chicken boxes. Yeah. So the same. No. Yeah, the same government that's been causing us a nightmare for up to nearly ten years now have decided in their newest fantastic initiative at battling this um, current increases in knife crime, which, again, I feel like is something we need to talk about in itself. But let's just, for now, talk about that in that, whatever, that in current increases in knife crime, that um, that the best way to handle it is by putting, um, what is it, by putting messages of people's story of violence, um... Or oh involvement in knife crime. God. People's involvement in knife crime on two chicken boxes, right? Yeah. So this is the thing, right? Because, of course, like, of course it is, I do believe it's all racist and all those words, but if I come out, <laughs> if I come out and just say that, people are like, oh, no, but it's not racist because actually, if you look at the Democrat... Okay, let me tell you this why, right? In London, there's, what, 1.2 million black people, apparently. Okay. Around that. In any one year, even in the worst year, less than... 0.0 less than I think it's 0.1% of those will murder someone yeah. right effectively a targeting uh, racially targeted kind of means of like battling knife knife there's actually 780,000 from the 2001 census it's yeah, currently 2019 <laughs> yeah so there's a lot more now like but um carry on going carry yeah, on no. so I feel like, in general, what we've already found, what research has already done, and this is what already annoys me, is that public, the public health approach that they have in Glasgow, that plenty of people, even like, you know, Carla has gone into Good Morning Britain to talk about, 
has been the most effective approach at dealing with knife crime. Like the indicators around why someone will become a murderer have always been the same for like the past, I've been the same for like the past hundred years, like violence in the home, um, like poverty, uh, expulsion from school. Like he, Carlos said something that was really good. He said that, I think it was the head of the, um, head of the police. One of the, someone who was high up in like um, the police had said that once you, someone had been expelled from school, yeah. you might as well give, hand them a prison sentence there <laughs> and then. Because the pipeline wow. between that one was so kind of like... Seriously. Yeah. That's mad. And it's just that the best point on it is that why racially targeted ways of... Um, racially racially targeted ways of kind of a, a, like approaching the knife crime epidemic is really stupid. It's because... I know people might say, but yeah, in London, what it appears to be is that the majority of people involved in knife crime, both perpetrators and victims, are black is that, I think the best way I think put it is that by trying to highlight blackness as the common denominator, what you're saying is that you and me, my mum, fucking Lenny Henry, Thierry Henry, we all have the same probability of murdering someone, which we don't. Like, blackness, like my, our grandmas, if they visited, or like the black woman down the shop, um, thing from EastEnders, like, <laughs> that that the, the blackness in us has just some sort of gene that would turn to violence and it's clearly not. So I think it's just a bit embarrassing, to be honest. Like, there's enough evidence and research out there to show what leads to someone getting, holding a knife and taking someone's life for you to... Round and bars just there. Um, for, you to, for you to think putting stories, putting stuff on the side of a chicken box, is just, it's just a bit ridiculous to me. Is something better than nothing? Not always. Out, that's the argument. I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I know, man. You're, you're, you, just, you don't have to say devil's advocate. You can just say advocate. <laughs> <laughs> you the devil. But, um, <laughs> um, I get what you mean. Like, but some, I, don't think there's, I don't think... I think it's cost the government, like, 50 grand, which is basically nothing. But to them. 50 grand, how, many, how much of that money could be reinvested in? I hate the, I hate the title that I kind of go to view centres, but could go into... So many ways of like can go into better training for. I mean, because fifty grand doesn't really pay for anything. No, but fifty grand in it. Well, nothing, nothing that will make a not change. So, but exactly, but I, I think fifty grand on somewhere where it will actually work, which which might help two kids, is better than spent on all these boxes, which are being ridiculed. And there's not. I don't think there's a single person. Who's about to stab like, someone? Do you, do you think the smoking, like, it's kind of like the images on smoking packets. Do you think they are contributory to... Ah, good point, but no. Here's why. Because the causal reasons, right? Because the, the kind of relationship between the indicators, if you will, between an individual and leading to violent crime and an individual smoking is they're different one's more complex like we're smoking I guess you could say um, by I mean we actually so we actually, you, even, we you, actually you, even studied this in one, of our, in one of our half classes in would you have uni. rather them not do it because I yes I, I'm trying to think <laughs> is it doing more harm than good yes interesting this is why it's doing more harm than for me it's doing more harm than good because as long as people continuously buy into... Because they know what they were doing and they did it intentionally. Like, all this why kind is of it like, doing more harm? Yeah, I'll explain. Uh, for me, the reason why it does more harm than good 
is not because I think it's going to lead to someone stabbing more people or anything yeah. like that. That's like spiteful. But I feel like we need to help change the narrative, right? Because clearly what a lot of the issue with the narrative surrounding it is that there's something around, you know, this kind of like ambiguous urbanness, blackness, which needs to be kind of infiltrated. It's and we true. Don't, and we it's true. Oh, it's blackness. <laughs> it's, it's the way they walk. It's the way, it's that funny walk. It's them words they use or it's the weed. You know, this kind of like, ambig- <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's the really, weed. The, the weed. Um, it's, it's, it's this really weirdly ambiguous way of like, looking at like inverted commas urban like black people that just it just seems like very kind of like almost i was gonna say very 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 kind of like um, orientalist in this kind of way you know this kind of like ooh, black people are a bit exotic a bit dark they don't know they love the chickens so this must get to them it just almost it seems i mean morley's but apparently county line gangs recruit a lot of young children at these chicken shops yeah and that's how they get them into what sending people going to country Huh? No, they buy them free food and they... Yeah, but currently, like, like so sort of drug pushing. Like, yeah, basically. Getting a line. Yeah, but then, even that in itself, but then is... But see, this stuff, I'm so glad you brought that because, number one, that it may be problematic, but, for example, with these boxes also talking about drugs or... Like, I'm not saying there's not a link between the two. There's a definitely yeah, link there's a between the two. But I'm it's saying, about kids carrying a knife, period. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if someone is being recruited... <laughs> recruited in a chicken shop, right? Yeah. Right? Do you think you, if you're in a chicken shop when you were 14, well, was ever in this mind state that you someone could come in and say, "Come push drugs for me," and you would have gone? Not, not for me personally. Yeah, not for you personally, and not for me personally. And perfect example differences. I lived 100 percent in them type of areas, and I also had 100 like a lot of the other indicators that might have led to someone pushing life, but. I had other factors which um, mediated those factors, which meant I would never... Someone could have approached me at the age of 13, 14 and said, do, I, do you want a line? And I would have said... And by line, I don't mean... I can't be asked to explain it. If you don't know, ask, ask someone who knows. But I, <laughs> like, Scope part two, man. Scope part two, man. If you want a line, and I, I, was, I'd be like, I would have been like, no, I don't want to get involved in that shit. It's because... Clearly, the state that someone's in, right, when they've got to that point where they, when they have murdered someone, there's a lot of steps before it. And for me, the reason why, like I was saying before, why it's annoying is that, like, this kind of, like, almost like, oh, we don't know where to get him. So let's, let's, let's get him here in the chicken shops. That'll get it. I don't think anyone who's about to murder someone will read some words of a box and be like, you know what? You've got a good point there, chicken box. And also, if there was consistency with this, which someone, plenty of people online have already said, is that, bruv, let's be honest, but let's be real about it here. The main, yes, okay, knife, knife crime, horrific. But there are plenty of other crimes that are being committed by other demographic of people. But we ever see, we ever see, um, stop banging cocaine written on the side of, I don't know, fancy hackersand fucking menus. <laughs> I'm being, I'm being deadly serious. We ever see stop banging cocaine every week at like fancy? Because let's be real, like statistics yeah, have shown. I, I, I'll, I'll be real. I'll be real. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> I care about young black boys killing each other, and I care about I, that too. I, that's, I no, that is okay. When I say I don't give a fuck, of course I do care about that. Let me not get get it wrong. But for me. As a member of the black community, when I see that, it really does, like, irk me. It's like, 
ah man again seriously so i i don't really want to be on this kind of wave where it's like oh why isn't it on this place well i want to solve this issue like i want to solve this one yeah but i'm not talking about uh, i'm not so that's, that yeah. would be my only answer to that i'll You're, be like and that's fine but i'm not doing like so, what about tree but again okay this is my thing with this i'm kind of like i'm in a weird place when i when i really saw it i was like weird very like my immediate thing is to be like that's fucking stupid and racist and then I was thinking, like, and then I found out that it was Morley's who suggested the idea initially to the government. Who yeah, is a, if anyone doesn't know, it's yeah. a chicken shop in, based in South London, mainly. Yeah, east as well, or just south? Um, I, I think it's mainly south, southeast, but hey, they might be expanding. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's good chicken. Um, so I kind of I saw it and I was like, but I don't, I don't think the government sees this as a solution. I don't think it sees it as a solution to knife crime. I think a lot of people are up in arms thinking, oh, is, is that what you think is going to solve all of this? I don't think they... Because 50 grand, realistically, is... It's not a lot of money then, then to that, anyone. That, then that just makes it even worse because that makes it... <clears throat> except, okay, so I think... So we, that's why I think... That's why I'm going down the thing is... Is something better than nothing? Because right. right now, there's definitely a problem. Okay, so if we can conclude, right, or the many, many out, like, um, hours and time of research that's gone into studying violent crime, because, of course, I don't know... I don't, I don't know, know if anyone's ever done this before. What? Done this. And it is, it's, it's about kids as well, I guess. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying people have done novel things to try to, you know, like, for example, kick racism out of football or try to, like post something on here it's like enough research is done to show the indicators of violent crime like it's been done for sort of many many decades hundreds of years maybe no decades i'd say the point is when the reason why i say my the reason i said in this case something isn't better than nothing because in certain cases of course something is better than nothing like if you're cleaning your house <laughs> if you're cleaning your house it's better to like do a little bit of sweep in the kitchen and just leave everything in squalor but I'm saying in this case the reason why this something is, is basically being worse than nothing because again so you'd rather than do nothing that are you mad is that what I've said if if this was the only is that the words that came out of my mouth but if but no, by, oh, by no, I'm gonna get mad by, by definition <laughs> um, well, that's this what is I said. worse so you say at the moment in this current state, right this time, you're going to get rid of the boxes. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, you've got that spark on your face. I know exactly <laughs> what you're trying to do. Like, I'm not, I'm not always... I know exactly what you're trying to do. I'm, I'm just... I'm just said, out there. I'm I said, there. something's better than nothing in this case. That doesn't mean... That's not the same as saying, I want nothing to ever happen. No, no, no. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Your eyes... Your eyes are... Your eyes are, <laughs> your eyes are tickling. They're sparkling. No, no, no. They're just no. sparkling. No. Okay. All right, cool. So... In this case, something's better than nothing simply because the something that has gone forth perpetuates this ridiculous notion that targeting this ambiguous blackness in terms of where will defeat knife crime as if there's something about ambiguous black culture that causes knife crime. There's nothing about ambiguous black culture that causes knife crime. The indicators of knife crime are the same in London as they are in Liverpool, as they are in Manchester, as they are in Glasgow. So approaching this as if like, woo. Maybe if we get them in their special little magical place, then it will turn off the black switch in their brain. It's nonsense. But do we that believe is why... where if they if they're saying 
a high percentage of people are being recruited at these places. And this is also, something... I think that I'm not saying I'm not saying like I don't agree. I'm not saying people aren't being recruited, but I think that is being overstated. Okay, yeah. I don't think it's like fucking like a jihadi, like, like. I don't know, bro, but that's this is what people, this is what the enforcement officers have been saying, saying that according to their intelligence, like kids are being targeted at chicken shops and recruited. The thing is, like. So if someone someone comes up to you and says. That's nonsense because I, like, I know bare people. Who I've grown up around, who've been on whatever side of this nonsense, yep. or who've been involved, in, they weren't recruited in fucking chicken shops. Like, but so, they were just. But so are we basically. Some of them weren't even recruited. Like, not every majority of people who, and also this kind of whole. I'm not saying gangs. Everyone's been to a chicken shop. Yeah, no. And I probably they've also probably all been to a McDonald's and or a Tesco or an Argos. I but I'm I'm not I'm not I'm thinking to myself. If this is a place where this is happening a lot, and I do see a lot of these youths in McDonald's as well, that's another place, fam. Uh, a lot of these youths are just hanging about, like, just hanging about, doing, not really doing anything. But I know for a fact, you can't, and we can't deny that the chicken shop is a big, just meeting point. Because that one ninety nine for oh, six wings and whatnot, it's a big place for these youths to link up. Yeah, but I don't think... This isn't, like... I'm not that old that I'm that far removed from yeah, exactly. young days. But, like, that's not, like... Is it a something? Because... It's not... I, I, it's not a something. It's not a something. Because, okay, even if we do agree that's these... Uh, let's just pretend, just for argument's sake, yeah. that this is a factory of... <laughs> a factory of fucking criminal making like yeah. you go into it you go into a chicken shop you become radicalised you go yeah. in go in with £2.50 you come out with a knife and wings yeah. like that's what happens I don't think anyone who's that easily swayed into jumping into jumping into stabbing someone will be convinced by a little pathetic story written on a bit of cardboard mm. a bit mm. of paper whatever like it won't like if you got to that stage do in your it, life so do we believe in the power of just awareness of like um, these kids' stories. Like, do we believe that there's any power in awareness of these stories? Yeah, to communicate it in the right way. I feel like if someone, if someone who has lived that life has come and done talks in a school, that would be money better. You could, how many people could you have... How many reforms... I say I even hate the word reform. But how many people who've, you know, actively decided to talk about a life crime who've experienced it, being about that life, being on the roads, could you pay with 50 grand to go into schools or go into areas or whatever and speak to people. That would be better than this kind of seemingly trivial... Enough, do you think... I, just, I genuinely believe that a certain man would do... You're, you're dealing with... You're deep on scene and not even to stereotype. But what if you're dealing with a man who can't even read? What then? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, anyway, I'm just... I mean... It's okay, and now I'll I'll give my opinion. On yeah, because I was playing a bit of devil's advocate. Yeah, because it's good to push opinions and thoughts on this. Um, I genuinely believe that we're currently at a point where the whole thing is getting ridiculous. The whole thing. And this wasn't even your opinion, huh? You just doing advocate. I was doing no. I was doing advocate on like kind of pushing the idea of like is is it something better than nothing? Mm. 
we've got two we've got two wild problems you've got a government that's so disconnected from the actual issues yeah and then we also have an epidemic of young like black kids stabbing each other and and it's the it's the it's how young they are bro because you know when we were young we and we get told like oh like um knife crime this that and the other it, it was kind of like never it was never genuinely on my radar when i was like 13 14 because i just wasn't i wasn't like in and around all of that like i wasn't privy to it all but to now be like 24 and think about how young like some of these kids are like think about how much life they have to live it is fucking heartbreaking so i'm kind of like thinking to myself firstly i'm thinking i'm happy that there's thought around the subject even if and to be fair it's it's a it's a two-sided coin because i'm happy that there's thought around how we can solve an issue or how we can do something about an issue but i'm not about these half-assed efforts like i'm not about this 50 what the fuck is 50 grand (laughs) that's what i'm saying i mean i mean deadly like 50 grand to like in the percentage of a multi-billion um like pound economy yeah is fucking nothing i saw I saw um, one of the, the ministers of prisons said that they're, they've slashed violence within prisons where the most violent of violent people oh, go. Based. Yeah. Where they all congregate into one enclosed area where the only way you're really respected in there is through being more violent than the man next to you. Mm. They've spent in excess of 10 million to help effectively help criminals so what about helping young boys young black boys how about what about spending and this is almost like a message that's going out to these the the tory government at the moment and it will be a message when labor going to power eventually whatever happens in the future don't fucking spend 50 grand for PR because it actually makes me sick. We, as a community, are not bait for your PR. Do, do, it, do it fucking properly because it actually infuriates me. If you're going to try and help the, the community, young boys, how about giving them an option where actually it's to make money, you educate yourself. And you climb up the social ladder and you climb up the economic ladder and that's the way you do it. It's not about shifting drugs and stabbing people to protect yourself and all of that bullshit. How about you actually spend some actual money? And I'm like, kind of like my tones, my voice is shaking a little bit because I'm, oh, it it actually takes over my soul. It takes it takes over how how just like disappointed I am at a half-assed effort mm. for some for some headlines for some headlines, bro. Oh, it's crazy. That's also why Bo- Bojo holds a free, even though I'm sure this was more. Yeah, it was more in in relative to it's it's this has probably been passed through Theresa May before him, if I'm completely honest. Also, Ross Kemp, man like Ross Kemp, man like Grant Mitchell. He's got a new documentary out on knife crime and he even has in his opening monologue 
Uh, I'm not sure if it's the opening, but it was in part the advert monologue, saying that it's, just, it's currently associated in the media, who's obviously a certain colour in, like, a certain area. But, like, the last few horrific knife crime incidents were, like, what, like, white, like, white four-year-old girls by, like, a white four-year-old girl or six-year-old girl by some guy, like, a mum by some guy, like... There's there's an increase in there's been an increase in like violent crime I think of all types um, this year. But then there's also I think people need to look at statistics more because on general we're down in violent crime from like a few years ago anyway. It's just that there's been a spike mm. from like last year the year below. So I think a lot of you need to I think things need to be put in context. Fuck the chicken boxes. It's, the only other point I'm going to make around this is the responsibility that that I I believe more of the upcoming rappers have on the actual like state of play because I do think that we are getting desensitized to what knifing someone means. That's a personal opinion. I think that if well, you if you're gonna draws. if you're gonna rap about it and you're gonna talk about your real like experiences with it, I think use your efforts and your money as a platform to also talk talk about it on a real and talk about how bad it is. For me, I'm not trying to, like, kill anyone's money because, obviously, we've all got to get paid. Like, that's important. But It's cold in these streets. But, I, but I, do, I do think that we have been desensitised to what it means to actually stab someone because I'm hearing it in a lot of... in a lot more music in recent years than I have previously. What? Personally. In drill music. In drill. In UK music. Like I wouldn't say UK music in general. Like, from back in the day, like Johnny Gunn's gigs. The, yeah, but I, I do think that it's... Drill, drill, drill's been... La, la, la. Drill's, like, drill's been brought to the forefront. A drill was never in the forefront like it has been recently. Oh, no, I just said that. And I think this bringing it to the forefront... And keeping it as heavy as it is, I'm just saying, okay, we love it. The music is incredible. But also, on the flip side, I think, that's a personal opinion, you should also be spreading a message of, yeah, at the same time, we've been through that, but I don't think it's the way to go. Because I do think it's Yeah, making... stop saying you're going to ching man down on, high, on the street, man. I mean, look, I mean, Heady One literally came up on, what was that tune called? That sh- tune. What was it called? What? Heady One. Cotton Beat. Uh, no Better. No Better. Yeah. Big tune. Love no that tune. Shout out Heady One. But also, like, when you he, when he talk about it, he took an L and L. Like a W and W. No Better. <laughs> Excellent finish. Mo Salah. Yeah, exactly. No, that's... Um, but, but I'm saying, like, that is literally about dealing with certain people. Yeah, do you understand me. So, for for me, I do think that yeah, we're gonna celebrate the music, but I do think the music is influential. I would say personally, yeah, we're coming up. Yeah, fifty five. It's been heavy, bro. Yeah, we've been really heavy this time. Heavy. Now that's what it's supposed to be. But you know what? Sometimes the sometimes the chat because there's a lot of things happening around us in our culture right now, and I think it's. It's important to like grapple with these kind of like subjects sometimes, bro. Yeah, we're serious people. We can do serious. <laughs> serious. Not, not serious. Not every day just comedy and joke and whatever. 
Anyway, we need to. We should really be getting into like some talking about speaking of chicken. Speaking of chicken. Speaking of chicken. All right, one sec. I can just carry on talking. Was so yeah, man. I was like, I was like seriously laughing. <laughs> like last night I must have like retweeted about six times on some funny funny stuff thing is we, we haven't I was about to jump straight into the conversation we haven't even talked about what it is um, <laughs> yeah that's weird actually it's true so um, basically recently in America things have been going crazy it's been popping off and we're not talk- <laughs> it has been popping it's been popping off <laughs> it has been popping I know you think we're probably talking about politics this ain't about politics anymore yeah. we're done with that yeah. but, but weirdly somehow people are still tying it back <laughs> to politics that always is <laughs> that's the funniest thing about it um, so I don't know if you've seen in recent news that Popeyes has released their new chicken sandwich I got so mad that I can experience. <laughs> I've gone back to not not even saying gone back, but like I've started banging out the Zynga stack of milk for KFC. Like literally in the past few weeks, because like my brain knew this was about to drop. Because I've been banging it out. It's buff, by the Is way. It? Get that. Um, and I've just been banging it out. I want. I want it. It's got pickles in it. I love pickles. I the s- irony about us then going to talk about fucking chicken <laughs> in chicken shops is so funny. <laughs> I ain't stabbing no one though. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh Popeye chicken. God. They made a new chicken burger, and America's gone nuts. Yeah, and so in America, normally traditionally, um, Chick Fil A has had the ultimate chicken sandwich. I want one of those. Like I said literally, but I'm gonna go to America just for a food tour. Honestly, <laughs> like for all the basic, then people laugh at me because like is that basic chicken? But like Chick Fil A, Popeyes. What's the other one? Yeah. Wendy's. Yeah. Apparently it's overpriced. Um, not Wendy's. No, yeah. Wendy's. Whilst they got there, they don't have it here. Um, I have no idea. Their, their Mackey's is probably a different menu. Yeah. Because we're so yeah, dry it's here. It's different. Man. But, so, apparently, like, and the thing about these chicken sandwiches is that they're really fucking affordable. I think it's, it's not, like, expensive. Like, I don't... I, 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 think, I think it's I under $5. They better not be expensive. It's a fucking... It didn't look... It probably tasted great. But the thing is now, like, because my mum's been proper into, like, her health recently over the yeah. past year or two. Always been into, like, getting health. Like, she's had gone through ups, like, peaks and It's sauce. crazy how we have yeah. to, like, get into health. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it would be cool to stay alive for longer. <laughs> no, but I love it. Like, my mum's, like, she's doing bits, like, all this, like, research and, like, all these, like, little juices and stuff like that. But a lot of, like, she's getting into, like, like proper reading on terms of what's on, like, vats and, like... Yes. And just, um, I've someone obviously fucking killed you, eh? Buzz Killington somewhere. Not my mum. <laughs> <Some, laughs> Mummy, I love you. <laughs> I was about to say, whoa, that went left <laughs> real quick. No, not my mum, but there's someone online posted the full on like ingredients of this chicken burger and it had like no three way. of like these three ingredients which are heavily linked to like depression and shit like that. Oh man. So, you I'm still, like, still like, going to get it, girl. It, it's carcinogenic. Like, there's, there's definitely, like, tobacco in there. Yeah, straight. Yeah, <laughs> straight cancer. In it. No, but, like, yeah, apparently it has things linked to anxiety and depression. But, you know... Wow. I'm still going to eat it. 
Wow. When I can. Yeah. But then again, these are a lot like, for example, the MSG, like my mum was talking about to me recently, which is like what makes like Chinese food and loads of other foods tasty. Um, what, that, that makes you depressed? I don't know. Um, but it's, it's linked to, it's, it's very unhealthy for you. Um, monosodium glutamate. Um, it's, <laughs> what? Man knows, how how do you have this just in your back pocket? <laughs> Mine's got a degree still in it, so don't watch that. But... Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, tastes great, but not too great for you. But I don't know why Maddie is in, like, it's going to change my eating habits. I'm just saying, if that's what you're about, read what's on the back of foods, research mm. it. A lot of it's not doing great stuff for us. Yeah. But. I mean, shout out my boy, Ollie, Oliver Broccoli, who, and my, um, my basically family, um, Ibi Ekene, who started his own gym, Onyx, in North London. Like, these guys are properly big on nutrition, understand, like, how you eat and how you work out, and if you're into all of that. It's, like, proper big thing at the moment. I know nothing about it. I literally <laughs> eat whatever I want at whatever time. 100%. Like, the only thing, the main thing that's me back with gym is eating. Oh. Will I eat clean ever? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Like, what was it? Like, um, you live... What's that saying? Live fast, die young. No, no, you, 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 live, you live to eat, you don't eat to live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If someone... I just can't eat plain rice and chicken breast. And obviously, I know that's me being ignorant. I know you don't have to do that to have I mean, a I, nice diet. But I just feel like, for me, just eating clean is difficult because even now I'm hungry. I'm going to get fast food after this. <laughs> right after this recording. It's the idea of those, like, wings that will just go down so... Me and Chicken Cottage are in a bond. So if you're trying to strip me of that bond, I'll light you up. So so why, why we found the Popeyes thing so funny was the way... America, like, just blew up. Apparently, like, sold out this chicken sandwich. Sold out, like a, like a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> and people were saying, look, Twitter, we're making these people richer. We need to use this. <laughs> oh, yeah, the hotel committee came out and they were like, we're, we're letting the white men become rich. Because basically, like, black Twitter, which is like, well, black American Twitter basically said that. They, I said, the spokesman for Black American Twitter came out and said, in a in a press briefing today, <laughs> y'all niggas are crazy. <laughs> we are letting the white man profit off our publicity. Back to you in the studio. But, but it's, it is it is actually mad how they're gonna sell out a chicken sandwich. Bro. No, but what was even funnier was have you did you see the people like on the news rolling up and like not realizing yeah. there was not enough chicken. It's like so one guy was like, so have they run out of chicken or is there no chicken left? <laughs> like, <laughs> Americans are the place because I remember this one like I was watching this woman getting her first Popeye's chicken sandwich and she was like kind of um, they they were recording her eating it like in real time, and it was so funny how she's like she takes this huge bite into it and she starts to scream like, hmm, yeah, it's, it's succulent, it's it's flavorsome, it's um it's crispy at the same time. I went for the spicy and I got the original option. Um, I was just like, Americans are a different breed. They're insane about their food. People, I love but it. Fair, I love food like that. Did too. you see this? There was one guy. Um, I don't know if it was a meme or an actual video. He, like, this older guy, I think he was, like, middle-aged, had, like, his daughter was recording his reaction. 
um, telling his wife about the new chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the literal pickle tastes like <laughs> tastes like chicken. They Mary, <laughs> and you're not listening to me, Mary. My tears currently really? taste like chicken. <laughs> no, I think it was real. No, man. I love it. I love that that's what they care about, you know? Like, well, you, selling you out need whatever you need. The world's gone mad, so you need what you ever need. I mean, to the memes, the memes of you. And then you just have all the. the what was that cartoon show? Boom. Boom Dots. Boom, Boom Dots, yeah. yeah. Um, talk about when KFC ran out of chicken that time, <laughs> and then everyone was just going crazy. Man, this chicken gonna be off the chain. I can't wait. I can't wait. Mm, I'm gonna get some chicken. I can't wait. So you kid don't know how lucky you have it. All my life, we only had 11 herbs and spices. This is a whole new... Oh. Oh, man. <sighs> a two-piece special with lots of hot sauce and all the fries you can get. Boy, wake up. It's almost chicken time. What? I can't believe what you telling me. What? No way. No goddamn way. Hell no. What is it? These motherfuckers talking about they out of chicken. What? Listen, listen. Welcome to Colonel's Fried Chicken. Unfortunately, we are out of chicken at the moment. Please go away until we have more chicken. Thank you. God bless. They ran out of chicken? Aw, oh, man. This is some old bullshit. No chicken? You mean I ain't gonna be able to get that bucket? How can they be out of chicken? It's Colonel's Fried Chicken! This is outrageous. This is an outrage. Hello? 911? No, I ain't calling a snitch. I got a real emergency. Yeah, I hope. That was no, no, literally no. that. <laughs> there was one woman who was like, she was she got she pulled up and was like, sorry man, there's no chicken left. She's like, so I ain't gonna feed my kids. <laughs> so I was gonna feed my kids. <laughs> Customers at the drive-thru heard this recorded message. One woman yelled back at the machine. People have kids that they're trying to feed for the special, and you mean to tell me that we can't feed our kids? I was like, Jesus Christ! It was, it was. I funny, said, there's man. no other fast food. That was, that. that was, that was a nice, like that was a nice little moment. Nah, man, what, if they, what they need to do? What thing is, you know, what I think they're generally going to do. They're going to do a pop up here in London. They're going to do that, but it's going to be like packed as fuck. Do you know and how they're going to announce it like be. twenty minutes beforehand? If I'm in work, you think I won't leave? <laughs> I will, I will hold that disciplinary, bro. I will hold it. I hold the disciplinary. If Popeyes decided to just take the London market. We're outside, we're outside Box Park in Shoreditch. Fam, I will run. Fam, I'm there. I'm ready. I want to taste this chicken sandwich. I'll be working in like. I'm actually curious. Like, and that's the thing. Like, real talk. I was, I, I did tweet. Like, I was, saying, I was telling people like we need our UK version. Like, Morley's mm. needs to start going head to head. It definitely will. Like, the publicity, the like, the hype around it publicity was too much. And the way, obviously, these capitalists, man. They won't miss the opportunity <laughs> to, to, to jump into a different, to different it, economy. It was funny, man. And then you just see, like, KFC popping up with a little site summit for us. Like, I'm ready for it. They will, they will do it. Honestly, I'm here for it. I feel like KFC doesn't have the same clout in America that, that it does over here. Yeah, because I feel like, obviously, K, like, it does a little... It's, KFC is like KFC, but they have so much of, like, these other... I think... I'm probably wrong. I've heard this loosely I think that 
like Chick-fil-A is bigger in a certain area, like Wendy's are bigger in certain parts of oh, America. Swear. So I think in certain parts of America, they don't have every single one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's just what I've heard. But I think like, maybe. so if you, <laughs> maybe just change the shit. <laughs> but, um, but I think that like in certain areas, like everyone's big on Chick-fil-A and in other certain areas, everyone's big on Popeye and everyone's okay. big on... That would make sense to be fair because I mean, it's the home of fried chicken, right? Kind of like Morley's in South yeah, and then yeah, Chicken yeah. Cottage in, yeah, like, in North. West and North, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Shout out to Chicken Cottage still. Yeah. Like, I still know I've been to Morley's. So oh, but Morley's does bang. It does bang. I went, people are saying it's better than Chicken Cottage, which I, I'm not into. I know. I feel like South people just think South is just better. <laughs> and I'm just like, in you, this episode of Southeast London, <laughs> in this, in the, on this episode, I'm not going to argue with a South man. <laughs> this <laughs> man was levitating. <laughs> South London, that's a different entity. Listen, if yeah. they say that chicken's better, I'm not gonna argue because. Uh, and if I see anyone at Carnival wearing black Air Forces, I am running. <laughs> Why are you running? Oh, oh okay. That actually makes kind of sense. No, man. Oh my gosh. Alright, so, track of the week, what you got for me, bro? What have I got for you? What have I got for you? What do you my have? track of the week, only because I. Actually, I don't. Even, I, you know what? It was it was between two, and in the next ten seconds, while I rattle down a bit, while yeah. <laughs> for the time I'm gonna pick one. Wait, uh, who's it in between? Who's it between? It's just because obviously I saw them at um, Poker Pop. It's Slow Tie and Georgia. Ooh. And. Ooh. Uh, just I'm staking the buffers going well, and it's yes, gonna be, it's gonna be Slow Tie. Um. Slow time, glorious. Only because when he the way he formed that, it's and like, he brought this guy on stage with him. Like, unfortunately, he wasn't as big as Alex from Glastow. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever the bread's name from Poker Pot, he brought a stage on him. He did Skeptics part perfectly. It's it's just a way. It's a way too. Like I've only got into slow tie, not recently, recently, but not like I want one of the original G's. I admit with him. Yeah. But yeah, he's just he's just it's just sick, and he's nuts. He's actually crazy. That's like. Cool. Him on, how can a sound guy like messed up like a bit with him? He's like, you fucking dickhead, you fucking dickhead. You messed up with the last guy. You messed up with me again. <laughs> and after after he did a song, he was like, oh, brother, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I was just, I was, obviously I was a bit hyped there. I had to let it go. That he fully so stripped, like was oh, in his man. boxes, oh, like man. took socks off, everything off, was going around was, like shagging the DJ decks. Oh, I love like, he, he does have a screw loose, doesn't he? Yeah, but I love it. But like, it, it works to him in it, and then. Made the biggest fucking mosh pit, but not just that, he had everyone like running like anti clockwise running, you know, on the mosh pit. And um, he literally made the entire tent he was in into a mosh pit. So, but we were at the very front and we didn't want to move, so we didn't get involved in that mosh pit there. But um, but yeah, no, the entire song, him and Skepta, it's sick. But for some reason, Skepta sounds weird in it. It's like they've turned his pitch up like one octave. Is that even the right word to use? But yeah. Yeah, I get get what you mean. But. it's yeah. a wavy song though so. a, and the video's really cool where they're like kind of like doing this whole anti-Britain oh. establishment yeah they're on top of tanks and stuff yeah and how it starts how like piss, they don't like pissing from the same pot or something yeah, like that yeah it's, yeah it's proper cool it's, it's, it's proper cool and apparently Skepta you know he has he apparently has you know Banks offshore, as he says in them lyrics there. So, get me. so if you listen to HMRC, <laughs> <laughs> that Niger money flowing correctly, doing Panama bits. Um, That's so yeah, nah, listen, like slow tie. He's gonna be big. He's gonna be big. I like. I'm excited for him. Man. He's gonna be big. I think we needed like a bit of crazy back on our lives, you know, especially yeah. from the UK side. Everyone's kind of doing the same thing. So it's nice to see like a 
It's like yeah, a shake, yeah. up, shake yeah. up in the market. Whoa. Which is very cool. All right. So, all right. Play Without further ado, play the two. Slow tie, Skepta, and Glorious. Judge me on my appearance, face value and that Don't know about the tax bracket Don't know that I'm teabagging your favourite mug <laughs> They say gang shit I ain't about that gang shit I'm a solo wolf, lone wolf Eating up that gang shit Gang shit, the death of the gang Till you're dead and buried See? One, two, five Doing up breeze Way too, way too, way too, way too, way too deep Can't lace nine fives Can't kiss my feet All they do is chat breeze Right now I'm breezing Train spotting, I got babies on my ceiling I'm steady plotting, now I'm copping cause I'm eating Remember when they wouldn't let me in Now their wages just a day's per diem Way too, way too, way too, way too, way too sweet From the fire rose of Phoenix, where's the fire weed? From the ash stems a leaf that's representing tea And even when I die I come back twice as legendary Tears when I sit in the cemetery Flashbacks, sipping blacks, it was ketamine Now I'm feeling hoarse, school of life, one no course You're a tourist, only roll with the purest, it's been true Glorious busted, phenomenal yeah. Glorious busted. Phenomenal. It's a banger. It's, yeah. It really is a banger, bro. Alright, so what's the tune of the week? Oh, uh, I'm also just kind of like deliberating. You know what? I feel like I feel like Georgia has it. I, I, like I, I staked her, so you're gonna have to I'm gonna have to back her. Oh my days, hold on. <laughs> Padre trying to call me. Um I'm gonna get the tune up one second. The Burner Boy tune. Yeah. Be I'm honest. Re- it's, it's... No, it's called Gum Body. Gum Body on Burner Boy's new album. Oh. Georgia Smith is featuring. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big tune. It's a very big tune. Um, yeah, I am. I'm in love with Georgia Smith. No, I'm, j- <laughs> I'm joking. That'll get me into a lot of trouble. No, she. <laughs> <laughs> I just claim it came quickly. Why uh, I get you in a lot of trouble? Let me let me caveat that. I'm a fan of Georgia Smith. <laughs> and you love her with every inch of your soul and every inch of your Georgia. <laughs> no, and you know what? Around the whole like debacle of the Stormzy rumours Nothing's confirmed yet, so stop chatting shit. It's man. just re- like I say, the debacle. Not you, right? I'm talking yeah. to people in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you two as well, you know. Stop stop. <laughs> Stop assuming that Stormzy has managed to secure the two finest yeah, women in the UK. Yeah, stop trying to ruin our days, man. Like, trust me, man. Just leave leave Stormzy alone. Um, but amongst all of that kind of, like, nonsense, you have, like, Georgia Smith really coming into her own at the moment, making some banging music. And I like the link-up with her and Burner Boy, man. I think the two of them complement each other really well. Mm. Um, yeah, they're making... Source, man. They're making... And to be fair... If it wasn't going to be Gumbody, it would probably be the new tune with Be Honest, where the video we literally just watched, and yeah. she is looking and sounding incredible. If you're looking for a rapper's delight, <laughs> Sugar Hill Gang Ting, but, go on YouTube and watch the video. And that's the thing, man. I just I like the way that she's kind of really taking UK music to a really cool level. 
especially from the female side of things. I think it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, this tune for me at the moment, who when we switch it over to Burner Boy, I think he's one of the most hot, the hottest artists probably in the world right now for me. Like Bar Drake, who's kind of just a, we can have the Drake conversation another day. Yeah, but like Burner Boy is really flying the flag for Nigeria. Really coming with uh messing, un- messing. <laughs> hey yo, that's messing, like, messing. I mean Zanko all over yeah. that man. Uh, I'm telling you, it's like it's serious, man. He's he's an inspiration. He's doing his thing. Um, so yeah, let's play Gumbody Burner Boy featuring Georgia Smith. Beat ain't normal. <laughs> and they call you no dancer. I say make I call you some more. Yeah, you leave me no choice. Very soon I go up here for your dumb mind. And you had that tight dress on. When I saw you last night at the club. Even though I had my dark shades on. I was looking at you all night long. I'm in the middle of the street. How did I ever let you leave? Oh no. Why did I drink this and the sea? Then I don't know what come over me. And I just wanna make me come party. Don't want to lose it to nobody, no. But got the no go free. And I don't know what come over you. As you see me, so I know about you. I love that bar when they're talking about the Hennessy, man. Oh, like, that's, that's why. Why did I do this Hennessy? Hey, I'm just like, yeah, I'm vibes. Nigeria to the world, man. Niger to the world. Niger to the world. All right, bro. Boy, it's been, it's been real. Yeah. I kind of want you to get out of my house. Like, you better fucking close your You got a loose fucking mouth. Me <laughs> 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 you, you got a loose fucking mouth. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Learn to control it. <laughs> hey, you know what? I stand by Nunu, fam. Right, Nunu, I stand by Nunu. Listen, if you haven't watched Back Chat, don't even. Okay, don't even. You, if you don't even have to watch all of it, but type in Nunu Back Chat. Um, <laughs> what are you doing at twenty one? What are you doing at twenty one? No, man. I mean, the, I mean, like it's 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 a tense one still. Wow. Funniest thing about you that know is, when everyone who watches that eyes just open at that bar. Everyone just goes, oh. "What are you doing at 21? Popping babies." Oh. The worst thing about it is they echoed oh. it. There's no need to echo it. They're like, popping babies, popping babies. <laughs> Did they go slow mo at that point? Like, oh, I don't even know, man. Like, you can't be, you can't be saying that personally. Well, you can be when she's coming for you. Yeah, to oh. be fair, she deserved it. For me, yeah. What was it, Esther? Was that her name? Yeah, she told her she yeah. was fucking. Um, she was like, "That's why you're single," because Nunu said she wants someone who can cook like her dad. But to be honest, Nunu says a lot of crazy things. That was pretty rational. That was like the most rational thing she said that day. What she wants someone who can cook like her dad. That's fine. And things said unless Esther has tasted Nunu's father's cooking. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way you can have a valid statement around that. Yeah, like that's the, that's a perfectly fine thing. To, I want someone who can cook like my dad. Anyway. There's no need for us to be a bit shady with that. Oh, well, that's why you're single to try and get a quick one. If you if you're prepared to get into the game of shade, when the shots start ringing, you Boy, just have to firm it. You can clearly see there's a lot of insecurity around popping babies at 21. Yeah, there's a lot 
There was a lot yeah. behind that. Yeah, yeah, I hate her. She nearly one nil, nearly man. She won that one. Yeah, still. fam. Anyway, shout out back to you lot. You lot were cool. <coughs> we like all of you, <laughs> Esther and Nini. Like we love you guys. Yeah, you remember funny too, fair. Yeah, you made me laugh. You made me laugh. <laughs> I wasn't gonna pay for it, but you guys were sick. <laughs> no, they were like back in whatever when it was free. I wasn't gonna pay for it when they when they did like Love Island. Well, you ever had to pay for that? No, like, the new one you had to pay for it. it was, like, really? Nine like, IP. Oh man, I support them, that's, that's, but I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't man. ready yet. Yeah, no. Perhaps no, so, but you know, no, no, I'm not sure about that one. Yeah. Still, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. That's a bit of a stick, a stick yeah, on stick. See the the month when you know, like I saw that, and you know, yeah, basically, yeah. See that people like, um, so did you cheat with my drama? <laughs> yeah, like, what's that? Yeah, you see them. What like it's like what? The, yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, yeah. So, so when like, I turn the corner, <laughs> exactly. So, alright, socials, by the way. Uh, socials, at LetMeBK, Instagram, Twitter, you know the deal. I'm, I'm there, shout me. I've been a bit quiet on Gram recently, but I've got some I've got some cool content that you're going to see. And you're going to see way more Yam and Egg content on my personals as well. Mm. Um, I need to get back onto that. So, yeah, you're going to see all of the fire coming through the Gram, coming soon. Yeah, alright. Instagram, AYO underscore AA. Twitter, AYO underscore AA13. Like we said, we're going to get our Twitter running at some point soon. This and, week, it's happening. And we'll get, and obviously the Instagram, follow that, Yam Egg. Um, Yam Egg! And as always, thanks for listening, thanks for watching. Also, we'll do a little pause again. If you're listening on, I'm not sure if you can do it on Spotify, but on Apple Music, um, subscribe. subscribe. You can, no, you can definitely, you can follow it on Spotify and Apple Music, but leave a... What is it? A rating? Yes. On Apple Music. Rate that. Rate us. Rate that. Rate us five. What? <laughs> Six even. Do, do a seven. Do ten. Do five twice. And you know what would be banter? Tell us who you like more. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be an easy one. But, like, you know, if actually, you, don't do that. I don't want to hurt happen, my feelings. Like, it's if deep. you happen to say my name, don't worry. <laughs> it's all good. Like. You've got a loose fucking mouth. <laughs> Oh god. Yeah. Uh, and so. and drop your favourite quotes on the gram, drop some like screen recordings on the pod, but also let us know what you want us to talk about because we're all about it it involving you guys as much as possible. Yeah. We're here for you. Alright my G's. Alright, bless, love, peace. We'll see ya.